to the English Premier League. From the man you read to a Brazilian named Fred. Hello. From the Socceroos to the latest round ball news. From Harry Kill's tattoo to Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai Ailey. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's Across Australia. My name's Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Vinny Venezuela, Cactus Chris Couch, and Warren Diego. We are four blokes who love our world footy, and we want to tell you about it. Vinny, what have we got on the show for listeners today? Thank you very much, Carlos. Well, tonight we share a special soft sombrero moment with Manchester United legend and Melbourne Heart assistant coach Jesper Olsen. And Warren talks about who's hot and who's not in his EPL rap. And Vinny gives us his Champions League review and asks, can the pretty boy Ronaldo take Real Madrid all the way? And there's the latest hot topics from the world of football, including the possible unveiling of the new Paul the Psychic <laughs> Octopus. Archie's back and we hear how the raw thumped Adelaide in Cactus's A-League update. There's Aussies abroad and global stuff and much, much more. So all you sensitive hooligans out there, hang on to your sombreros. Coming up, it's an A-League rap. Yes, the rock star. Archie Thompson's back. Cactus will tell us all about it, so stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos, Vinny, Cactus and Warren on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every Sunday night for your dose of world football, Diego style. Coming up, it's Warren and who's on fire in the EPL. But first, let's talk A-League football with Cactus. Yeah, thanks very much, Carlos. It's been a really interesting uh, weekend of A-League footy so far. Of course, uh, early on in the weekend, the uh, North Queensland Fury went down to the Mariners 1-0 up there in North Queensland. It wasn't the greatest crowd of all time, but there's been a real a real mix of crowds, I guess, so far this weekend. And then there was the amazing performance by the Brisbane Roar going a man down just after half time, and then getting up 4-0 over Adelaide, the top of the table clash. Cactus, can I say one thing about that uh, Fury crowd? They were loud. They were, <laughs> I thought there were millions there. Yep. Per capita, by the way, it was about 3,500 there, yeah. you know, 3,600 or so. Yep. Per capita, that's worth 50,000. Yeah, well, exactly, because <laughs> that's uh, right. at the uh, Queensland Raw game, where they've been struggling over the past couple of seasons to get decent crowds there, they had close to 13 and a half there on the weekend, so a great crowd there. And then, uh, as well, last night, Melbourne Victory went down to the Gold Coast United uh, 1-0 down here in Melbourne. But uh, interesting game there, because the Victory... Welcome back, Archie Thompson. It's oh, great yeah. to see the rock stars back, as you've mentioned earlier on in the show. But Gold Coast basically came, parked the bus, which they've been doing pretty much all season, Got a goal on the uh, well, got an own goal through Roddy Vargas, and then uh, and went home with the three points. The United boys, they're not used to playing in front of anyone. <laughs> that's they got, That's why they stayed back yeah. near the goalkeeper. It was interesting with Archie Thompson because it had only been eight months since he didn't play because of the knee injury in the grand final. He had I'm back on his boots. Now, fair yeah. income, I thought would have thought that you would have needed to be at least away for eighteen months, two yeah. years perhaps, to get the I'm back. On the boots, but he had them pink and all. He looked quite good, actually, Archie. He looked, he was running around a bit like a chook with his head cut off at yeah. some stages, but looked okay. I'm not sure he looked too good. I don't think he had a great game, he, but you weren't expecting him to have a great game. He only, you know, first game back for eight months, but yeah, perhaps the weight of expectation on his boots was, uh, was keeping him <laughs> well, down. Well, what it should have been written on the boot was, I'm back with a heavy touch. I think that's <laughs> what should have happened there. But uh, look, he's uncoachable. He's an unpredictable prong the way the Diego's love it. He had the boots. He had the book launch recently. Mm. Of course, Cactus was our representative yep. at the book launch. He is a, the rock star of the A-League. 
Well, he's, uh, you mentioned he's uncoachable. I was at the book launch and uh, Ernie Merrick told a story about one of the very first training sessions. Uh, he tried to stop the training session and told Archie, tried to coach him. Archie <laughs> picked up uh, his gear, got in his car and drove out of the ground. They were training somewhere near uh, near the bridge. And then all the players just started waving and uh, Ernie asked them why they were waving. And the player said, because there goes Archie across the bridge, <laughs> picked up his gear and went home. Yes, uh, you're listening to the 40 Diego's Across Australia with Carlos, Cactus, Vinny and Warren. Of course, the big result last night uh, was the uh, Brisbane Raw thumping Adelaide top of the table clash. Incredible result. Uh, 1-0 up they were at halftime, the Raw. Ronaldo scored a goal. He's been playing very, very well this season. Then he goes and gets himself sent off for, a, uh, for two offences that, he should never have got himself booked in that area. Um, the problem with Ronaldo is I think he was so embarrassed by taking off his shirt and uh, had the man bra on underneath <laughs> yes. the GPS. He was so embarrassed that he needed to find a way to get off yeah. the ground. So the red card was the best opportunity. All players of all sports wear those, uh, wear those man bras. They just nowadays. don't take their shirts off, Cactus. It was funny because at halftime, Adelaide were $15 to win that game, which I thought was exorbitant. But as soon as I saw Ronaldo get sent off, I thought I was going to give the give the bookie a call, see if I could put some cash on. Very glad I didn't. They're the, clearly the best side in the competition, yep. playing the best football. And I'm calling for Ange Postacoglu <laughs> to usurp Aurelio Vidmar as the next Australian coach. I know that's uh, very controversial for you, Warren. Now, at the moment, Cactus, Queensland are the blonde that everyone wants to pick up. I'm just wondering <laughs> at the end of the year whether they'll still be as good looking as what they seem at the moment. It's a big turnaround for you, Carlos. It is a big turnaround because I had to apologise to Edge a few times <laughs> on the show last uh, last week. But uh, thanks very much, Cactus. A great A-League rap. Uh, coming up, it is a UK rap with Warren. Who's hot and who's not in EPL football? Stick around. Across Australia, this is the 40 Diego's. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S dot com. Coming up, it's a special soft sombrero moment with Manchester United legend Jesper Olsen. But first, let's talk EPL football. Warren, what's hot and what's not in EPL football? Well, Carlos, I know you've been struggling a little bit, and it had me thinking during the week that maybe we should focus this week on players that are hot and those who aren't so hot. And it really came on the back of Gareth Bale putting together probably two of the best individual performances you'd seen in Champions League for Tottenham in a losing game away to Inter and then the home game, it was just magnificent to see. A hat-trick away from home at the San Siro Stadium against the reigning Champions League winners in Inter Milan. That is not just a decent performance, Warren. You undersell that. This is Maradona-like when he was 16. Warren, I've got two words. Theo Walcott. <laughs> Gareth Bailey needs to remember Theo Walcott. Had it all, then gave it away. Now he's trying to grasp it all back. I'd go an extra step. Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Had it all. <laughs> had it all, but went wayward. And it was interesting with Gareth Bale, the man who's had 47 clubs, Jermaine Defoe, actually came out and said, you'd need to stay here, <laughs> son, to get the best out of yourself. Now, you know, I don't watch Premier League football till Christmas. No, you, no you're not interested. Well, there's no point. No, no. Because no. it doesn't, nothing happens till after Christmas. But I'm just going to take a guess, and I'm going to say Titus Bramble's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> Titus Bramble isn't hot. Though I wanted to focus on players that we might not hear about every day. I'm going to start with Andy Carroll from Newcastle, the big striker. 
In fact, he's more ways than one. He's more ways than one. In fact, he's lucky to be playing at the moment. He's under he's allegedly been charged with assault. Of course, he denies it. No, he doesn't have to wear a GPS tracking system like Ronaldo does. But he actually has to live with the team captain, (laughs) and he has to get permission to go to away games. In fact. He's now got a, one of those uh, tracking devices from the magistrates court on him. It's interesting. He's been fantastic for Newcastle, scored lots of goals. One of those big, old-fashioned strikers. The only problem, Carlos, I know you went down this track a few years ago, <laughs> the, the, the ponytail yeah. is not working for me. Yeah, it didn't go with the afro that I had either, the ponytail. But uh, <laughs> uh, Andy Carroll, uh, the whole uh, alleged assault is against his former girlfriend, who was 18 mm. years old, and he's actually, he's actually, his defence is it was self-defence, could yeah. you believe? And uh, no, he's had a bit of a hard time. Uh, his car was torched just recently in Kevin Nolan's uh, driveway, apparently. And there's a few fans not happy with the way he's going. Do we know if it was Kevin Nolan who tortured <laughs> because he was in his spot? <laughs> Something like that. His car's hot as well, Carlos. <laughs> now, the other one I want to focus on. Now, we know Cactus in his once life, played in the pub leagues over in England. Mm-hmm. He tells us he was a great player. He so does tell us. And Kevin Davis from Bolton, every man and his dog's been getting a game for England post-World Cup, but he got his first cap at age 32, an old-fashioned striker again. He always goes with his head. Fantastic. Worth a mention. And I'm going to mention a couple of other guys. Charlie Adam from Blackpool. You like the word talisman, Carlos, and he falls into the category of Blackpool talisman. He's the heartbeat of Blackpool, and unfortunately they're going to be going down. Even though they're going all right <laughs> at the moment, this is what they all do. Before Christmas, as Cactus yep. says, it's not worth looking at these upstarts. It's after Christmas when it gets a bit cold, gets a bit boggy on the ground. That's when they go. But uh, anyone else you need to cover there, Warren, very oh, I quickly? Think, I think Hernandez and... and, and and also Nani from Manchester United going well. Carlos, just before we finish, one significant event, the headmaster. The headmaster, <laughs> Tim Cale, scored his 50th league goal for Everton on the weekend against Blackpool in a fantastic game. He deserves credit, Carlos, and this is a topic for future weeks. He's the best we've ever produced. Big, big statement there. We welcome your emails on uh, diegos at 40agos.com. Send them through. Uh, if you want to tell Warren that he's uh, got it all wrong, send it through and let us know. Uh, thanks, Warren, for that UK wrap. Coming up, it's Vinnie Venezuela with the story of a man called Slutsky. So stay tuned. <laughs> Across Australia, this is the 40 Agos. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Vinny, tell us about what's happening at CSKA Moscow. Well, Carlos, you know, not enough is said about uh, the little things managers do in the world game, like when Fergie threw the boot at Beckham. That helped. It helped a lot. <laughs> now, uh, on the weekend or during the week, uh, CSK Moscow's manager, Leonard Slutsky, <laughs> who's probably got the best porn name going around in world footy, Second only to Todd Grip, who was uh, Sven Goran Eriksson's uh, wingman way back when. He was, he was his right-hand man. His right-hand man. Well, that's right. And then in the second take, he was his left-hand man. Look, uh, he just came out and saved the team, apparently. Now, their striker, Thomas Nitschard, said uh, he said, uh, we knew we didn't play well in the first half. During the break, Slutsky told us exactly what he thought of our performance. He told us to go long like John Holmes and plug the hole down the back. <laughs> sure, it was raunchy, but thankfully we managed to score a couple. Yes. Uh, and that, that gave him the 3-1 win against Palermo. Yeah, so apparently he got a brace. Apparently scored, a brace. he scored on the ground. Um, he yep. scored off the field with Slutsky too. <laughs> and now there's a, there's a promise of a film night for the boys. <laughs>
<laughs> Fantastic, Vinny. Keep us up to date with uh, Leonard Slutsky. Probably the best name in world football. Thanks very much, Vinny. Coming up, it's Vinny's Champions League wrap. Apparently, the gel one Ronaldo is on fire across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. And you can join us right here every Sunday night for your dose of world football, Diego style. Coming up, we have a special soft sombrero mate with Manchester United legend and Melbourne Heart assistant coach Jesper Olsen. But first, Vinny, it's your Champions League wrap. Thank you very much, Carlos. Well, uh, look, uh, last week was probably the, the Champions League game of the year thus far. And that was the AC Milan Real Madrid played at San Siro, which is a huge. Everyone was there. Zidane was there, <laughs> brought his sister along. <laughs> They're all there. Platini was there, yeah. and it was a big game and um, the big stage. And Mourinho, obviously, the special one had had something to play for because he's back in Milan, and as former Inter coach would have hated AC. So that was good. And it was good to see Real play, but uh, the gelled one had a good game. Yeah. You know, the Real Madrid, the, the boys are looking better. But I, I, I'm, not, I'm not happy with him. I'm not happy because uh, basically I think there was a bit of a, a mini fracas and someone went for his throat and then he feigned. He, he tried to milk it and, and went down with his head onto the ground. Yeah. And it took the voice of reason, who was also the voice of Calabria, Gennaro Gattuso, yeah. to, to come up there and give him a shake-up. So you're also obviously talking about Cristiano Ronaldo going to ground very easily. Going to he ground. did actually have a bit of a reputation at Manchester United. Now, Cactus, you would know this. He was a legend at Manchester United. He did a great a job. Legend. No, he's a legend. He wasn't a legend. No, he allegedly fell oh. over a lot, Carlos. <laughs> well, he, he, he certainly did. Uh, the simulation was a big part of his game. So, obviously, uh, Vinny is taking it a step further in Champions League for Real Madrid. I'm just thinking, if, he, if he's going down so easily, maybe he needs to go and play for Slutsky. Slutsky. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Moscow. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's looking for players who do that. Um, but uh, the point is, it's not good for the kiddies. You know, it comes back to the, the role modelling you're doing and uh, feigning that sort of injury. And that's why today I'd like to salute uh, Gattuso, voice of Calabria, voice yes. of reason at uh, AC. But I'd also like to salute uh, Pippo Inzaghi. Yeah. The uh, old man of AC. He's 37 there. And, like, you know, they, they had to wake him up because he came, off as, came on as a super sub. <laughs> yeah. And he just sort of nodded off on the bench there waiting. And then they sort of give, got to give him a nudge. Went on, scored straight away. Yeah. Scored straight away. 70th goal for, for uh, AC. Yeah. He's a top scorer in uh, Champions League for um, all time now. He's got all the records. He's right, got the uh, records. Vinny well. And I, I've got to say, he's probably the most hated and uh, undervalued you know, record breaker in world football. He's probably got the History. best. Everyone I speak to doesn't like Pippo Inzaghi. And uh, it's amazing how he could probably go down as one of the greatest players never to be hailed as a great player. The best worst player in the history of the Champions League, Carlos. He, he stays undercover and then pops up in the six-yard box and just puts him away time after time. Goal poacher. He's just mysterious prong. That's what he is. <laughs> Thanks very much, Vinny Venezuela. Great uh, Champions League wrap. Uh, next up, uh, it's a special soft sombrero moment with Jesper Rolson. Stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Rise with the Wellington Phoenix. Get Gold Coast United. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos, Vinny, Cactus and Warren on the Four Diego's across Australia. Coming up, Warren dissects the problems at Manchester City. But first, the Diego's love talking to world football legends, none more so than our guest today. Please, a big Four Diego's welcome to Manchester United legend and Melbourne Heart assistant coach Jesper Olsen. Thanks for joining us, Jesper. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you for having me on. 
Mate, uh, Me- Melbourne Heart for, are on a four-game unbeaten streak and playing some pretty good football at the moment. You know the Diego's well and how we like to hog the credit for anything. How much credit are you taking for Hart's good run at the moment? Well, I, I don't think anybody's uh, particularly taking uh, the credit for it. I think John Fenskip has had his... Uh, the system that he wants to play, and obviously with all the players coming together, I think we've been through this before over the, uh, the last couple of months. For, for them all to gel and understand the system and also to get to know each other, I think that's just what's at the moment. Uh, it's coming together and people are understanding what, what is expected. And with the results uh, in the last five games, it's, it's been certainly better and better, but we still have a, have a lot of work to do in front of us. So Jesper, uh, to get the players to get to know one another, did you have them wearing the shirts the other way around so they could see each other's names? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tried everything, but uh, I'm not quite sure which which things worked or not. Um, Simon Colosimo, that must have been a difficult decision in the last couple of weeks to have your captain coming off the bench and not playing. Did uh, John do the dirty work or did he actually just bypass it onto one of his assistants <laughs> and get you to do that? No, it's, it's, I mean, certainly for any player that, that they all want to play uh, in the team. And, and for some players, obviously, there's more experience. And Simon obviously has had that and, and you know, been captain and so forth. But um, with the system we are playing, there has been a few other things been tried and so on. And it, it worked well with Matt at the back. And, uh, and Simon didn't play. And obviously, when he came back, Matt was still in that position. But then... Since then, we've still had had Simon in the team in the last game as well, and he had to be moved back to the uh, to the back four. So it, it it's hard, obviously, and it doesn't matter who you have to leave out. It's, it's always hard, but it just shows with such a small group of players that we have and the injuries and suspension that you will need everybody. You're listening to a special Soft Sombrero moment with Manchester United legend Jesper Olsen on the Four Diego's across Australia. Uh, Jesper, uh, as a former Manchester United legend, uh, you've experienced playing under the great Alex Ferguson back in the 80s. Now, when Wayne Rooney came out and criticised the ambition of the club a few weeks ago, did you fear for Rooney's life after he did that? Maybe he has mellowed a bit, so Alex, I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm sure there would have been uh, maybe a few swear words spoken then. I, I, I mean, it's, it's always difficult, isn't it? Because you, you're never fully aware of the, all the different reasons behind these things, and uh, I'm not sure if, if Wayne Rooney had some other reasons. I think he was just at the time as well signing a new contract, so maybe that has something to do with it as well. But I, I don't think you can doubt uh, Manchester United's uh, ambitions in world football, and so far they've, they've done pretty well since Sir Alex came there. Now, Jesper, I'm interested. We've had two national coaches, Pim Verbeek, one, who didn't really rate the A-League, and now Holger Osik, who's basically telling players to stay in Australia for as long as possible rather than going overseas too early and sitting on the bench. At Melbourne Heart, you've found three players, Bayic, Zara and Kelmar, who have come in and improved. What's the best pathway for an Australian player to make the most out of his ability? I think if you, as a young player, get the opportunity and you feel you're ready for it as well, because there's a lot, I think, at that age too, that you, you're you probably socialising with your mates at the same time too. But when you feel and if you think, you think you're ready and you're going to hopefully the right club, that, that's also a big thing where you can develop as a player and being taught the game because at 18, 19, 20, you still have so much to learn. I think you... you you can go at any time if you have if you have that feeling that you would like to go and try it. You can always come back, obviously. And it also, I think for Australian football, it leaves another place for other players in that team to come through and play. So the younger ones go abroad and get more experience and end up in the national team. And it helps 
probably that cycle all the way around. Thanks for joining us today, mate. Good luck for the rest of the season, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you down the track. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good on you, mate. Uh, that was a special soft sombrero mate with Manchester United legend and Melbourne hard assistant coach Jesper Olsen. Next up, it's Warren talking about the problems and lack of love at the cashed-up Manchester City. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan-made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Warren, apparently money can't buy love at Manchester City at the moment. No, not very much money going, a lot of money going around, Carlos, should I say, but not a lot of love going around. I know there's been a theme throughout the show tonight with regards to CSKO Moscow and their coach, <laughs> but I'm thinking that maybe the best porn name in world football could indeed be Roberto Mancini. When he hasn't got a job at Man City anymore and he's looking for another <laughs> career, he may have an option. Carlos, it's fair to say not enough blue-collar players at Man City. Too much white-collar players. And Mancini, the problem with him is he promised everyone a game. Yeah. And that's the biggest issue going around there. I can't see how such highly paid players can be so unhappy at times. In that change room, they're all arguing. On the grounds, they're all arguing. Uh, Adebayor is, uh, you know, he's getting his £200,000 a week. And uh, he's still... Uh, Unhappy about stuff. Is What's it, going on? It's just all preciousness that I don't understand in this world it's, football. It's ego, Carlos. Oh. So there's nothing else. They're not angry. They just want to be top dog. <laughs> and not everyone's going to be top dog at Man City. In fact, no one's going to be top dog. The man who should be top dog, Carlos Tevez, doesn't want to be top yeah, dog. exactly right. I don't even call them Man City anymore. I call them the Costanzos from uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> They're just always bickering and arguing at each other. They are. And I always worry about managers who insist on wearing scarves. And my understanding is the problem is that for all the away games, the players have to scarf up and go to the game. And that's the biggest problem at Man City. They certainly won't look as good as the manager himself. But, but thanks very much, Warren, on uh, Manchester City's troubles. Next up, a replacement octopus for poorly octopus. Cactus will tell us all about it. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. <laughs> Triple M. You're with Carlos, Cactus, Vinny and Warren. Cactus said it could be a replacement for the undersea soccer soothsayer. Well, not, not could be. <laughs> you try and say that. <laughs> not could be. There is. Paul II has been brought in to replace Paul the Psychic Octopus, who, of course, came to fame in the World Cup, predicting all those winners back there. He was actually moved into his tank about four weeks before Paul I died, so Paul I could teach <laughs> Paul II his mystical predictive powers. Unfortunately, he died before he could do that, so they, mm. haven't, they haven't tested him yet. Cactus, did uh, Paul I have a chance to go to Octopus Stud Farm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. He wasn't put out to stud. I don't think there's been any offspring. So Paul II is, uh, is as close as we're going to get. Now, the centre is also building a memorial to the mystical mollusk. <laughs> and unbelievably, it's going to include a screen showing the best and most moving moments of his life. Okay. I, I don't know whether any of his, uh, whatever he did was moving. Yeah. But, uh, well, if it was, it wasn't very quickly. Okay. But uh, they're going to they're gonna be putting that big screen in there. They sent out a press release, the uh, the, the, the Sea Life Sanctuary in Oberhausen, and they said, uh, this is not the normal way we deal with our sea creatures, but Paul was the most extraordinary animal we have ever had. It seems appropriate to build a monument for him because he has achieved such fame during his lifetime. If the Paul's II actually, uh, you know, is not up to it, mm. will they cook him up pretty quickly? Well, they could get a, th well, there's no point getting a third one in there because this one <laughs> won't have had the, the powers, but apparently he's going to be given the gig of predicting and forecasting the results for Euro 2012. So it's got some big, it's got eight big shoes 
just peel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how he goes. Cactus, do we know if there's going to be a movie? And uh, will Pierce Brosnan play the lead? <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure there's going to be a movie, but there's, like I said, the big screen. Well, if you want the update on Paul II, you'll have it here every week on the Diego's. Thanks very much, Cactus. Thanks, Vinny. Thanks, Warren. Remember, for your dose of world football every week, tune into the Four Diego's right here every Sunday night. If you want to get in contact with the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at 4diego's.com. You can follow us on Twitter, and you can check out our podcast, including the full version of our interview with Jesper Olsen at 4diego's.com. So remember, Vinny, wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll be there. Wherever you samba, rumba, and la bamba, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever the girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be there. Wherever green guys play football, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. We are the Diego's. Olé. Olé. Triple M.